So what happens, Ron, when we um, feel that we've exhausted every option and we still feel like something's missing? What's that, uh, what's that definition of insanity? Uh, doing the same thing. I'm going to look it up. Over and over. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. As Did a, you just pull out a dictionary? No, I, I well, I, I Googled. Oh, you know, that was I, very fast. I did the, I did the Google. Um, that's a quote from Albert Einstein. So <clears throat> you know me, I, I love repetition. I believe that persistence is very, very important. Um, and, you know, you can, you can only pound on a cement wall with your fists long enough to know that that's the wrong tool. Uh, so when you're exhausted with repetition, it becomes a time to find a new tool. The, if you're doing the right things and, or at least you believe you're doing the right things, you, you know, um, there's that meme floating around. You can, you can drink your greens and you can do your workouts and you can meditate all you want, but if you aren't actually addressing the problems in your own head, you're you're just going to stay the same. And, and, you know, it's what we were, we were just having this conversation before we press record about what is next. If you're doing the physical, you're doing the physical work and you're not getting the results that you want. And This is what this is what we've come here for. This is why you and I started this project. Because we were searching for this next level, this next step. Because we've been we've been working in the physical space of health for so long and we knew there was something more. And it makes complete sense that I am obsessed with mental strength, uh, developing a positive attitude, um, understanding perspective, and, and, and you're relatively the same. You, you enjoy the work from the Stoics. We, we have these conversations on and off the podcast you know, and now after some specific learning from our good friend, Mark England, that we recorded with recently, it's beginning to make a lot more sense as to 
what it has been that I've been looking for. I've taken course after course after course and certification and uh, weekend seminar on all of the physical stuff. And there's just been constantly a missing piece from the puzzle. And right now, I know what I'm doing is on point. And I am so ready to tackle the mental. With the expectation of tackling the mental to help people get the physical. And that's the tool. That's the, I've been beating the same wall with my fists for years and years and years. And now I'm picking up a sledgehammer. I'd like to point out that you have to start somewhere and the physical is a great place to start. Absolutely. That, you know, could it be true that you started by punching a wall with your fist that was not a concrete slab at the time and it became that because of external things, right? Things change. Everything fucking changes. Even your, even the, the things you want, even your outlook, your goals. Because at one point, the physical for you, for me, for our clients was plenty. The physical yeah. was enough and it was awesome. And that was what we needed at the time. It's an entry point. If you're looking for, um, if you're looking for something more, right? If you want to become more, if you're looking oh. to be, if you're looking to get into a, uh, a different state of being and and i know it sounds um silly state of being what i read this book in college years years ago it was the first book i actually just picked up and read because i wanted to the way of the peaceful warrior have you ever read that oh dude fantastic never, never even heard of it yeah oh, i'll send it to you I'll bring it to you this week. I was going to say, I'm going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring it to you if I could find it. Um, yeah, man, it's so good. And there was a sequel. I read that too. Um, it, it just gave me a different um, perspective on what it means to be a human being. And it's a, it's a, it's fiction. Okay. Totally fiction based on the author's experiences it was his interpretation to to tell a good story though was was important and the more that i'm we are learning about stories and storytelling i'm realizing that <clears throat> that's how we that's how we learn and we interpret things that that go on the story you tell yourself is how you you understand what's happening and if you want to elaborate and exaggerate the story a bit to make it sound a little bit uh, more enticing for you than do that. So this, this story um, was about a guy who was stuck 
he met another guy that got him unstuck, showed him a different way, a different way of, you know, living that, that was just so foreign, so unordinary. Uh, and what I took away from it is like, hey, there's, you could do this thing or you could go look for other things. <laughs> you could look for, for more. And, and, and I've had that, uh, you know, the adventurous spirit, the curiosity since I was a kid to, to always want more, to, to look for something bigger. That happened and that's how we got into the fitness stuff. CrossFit, right? We got into that quick and dove right in because it filled a hole. It filled a need at the time. And then a new need came about. So we had to go out and find new tools because the wall just got thicker, you know, and, Ooh. and no longer were, were our fists working. This is, I, don't, I don't necessarily think the wall gets thicker. I think that we're breaking down what's in front of the stuck part we're peeling back the layers yeah yeah so so it's totally possible and this is like you know this is true the physical part is the the surface layer what's beneath that when you've when you feel as if you have gone as far as you can how can many you clients, how many clients have you watched run themselves into the ground trying to get away from their emotional problems mm. thinking that they can thinking that they can just mask it with workout after workout mile after mile uh body fat percentage after body fat percentage like oh when i look this way i'm gonna feel better when i accomplish that back squat lift, I'm going to feel better. I know I was fucking one of them. Like I chased number after number after number thinking that it was going to make me feel better. And once I got there, you know, it's no wonder that my favorite podcast episode of all podcast episodes is from Ben Bergeron. And it's the the one where they're talking about how to achieve happiness and it opens up with the quote that happiness is not on the other side of achievement. So like, where is it? Bro, it's, it's, <laughs> if you listen to that episode, it's in developing the right mindset. You know, one of the, that's where I got the concept of uh, turning your have to's into get to's. Mm -hmm. looking it's what we talked about what three episodes ago with opportunities and responsibilities like that was where i learned that then it's also in building strong valuable relationships and then the the third focus point in that is you know doing things for the sake of being kind giving and 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 not not monetarily, but your actual time, giving your time to people, to causes, 
and expecting nothing in return. Isn't that a wild concept to do something with no expectation? It, it that's, used, it's chat. That's the that's charity. That's real giving. Yeah. It, it used to be. It used to be tough for me to process. Now that I'm reading "Leaders Eat Last" by Simon Sinek, and I'm learning more about the dopamine, serotonin. What are the other two? Oxytocin. And endorphins. Which, and endorphins. Yeah. Yeah. The, the feel the feel good hormones and and uh, and now that I'm getting an understanding of why those things feel good what it is that's happening inside my body and how it correlates to feeling happy it's like oh it's science mm. it's like if I if I hold the door open for somebody and don't even expect a thank you, I just do it because I, I want to be nice. Mm. I feel good. Uh, what was the last moment that you had where that happened? Was it re like today? Did you do anything today? Did I, Yesterday. Did I do anything to just unconsciously you did you did something without even thinking about it and had no expectation of of a thanks? Um not today. Well, yeah, I'm I'm I mean I, I fill up I fill up my wife's water bottle every single morning. Like it's just habit now. Like she doesn't thank me for it anymore. I just like, oh yeah, before I leave, grab Jen's water bottle, fill it up. Like at this point I do it because it makes me feel good. Like it's, it puts a smile on my face to know that I'm helping her. So yeah, I did do something today. It, and I could, I had to think so hard on it because it's, <laughs> because it's a habit. Because it's routine. That's a, that's a win, Ron. Celebrate it. Um, how many people do things like that and they don't think about it? You had to think about it. And, other, and some people consciously do things that go out of their way to help other people without even knowing it. Um, and if they only knew the, the, you know, the benefit, if they knew just how much it helped someone, would they feel better? Would they feel happier? Some people are, you know, I know, I know so many parents that would do anything for their children and still feel sad and lonely and depressed and miserable. And it's, where is their happiness coming from when they are doing, they're doing the kind thing they or are they drowning doing it out of, or are they doing it out of responsibility and need? They are drowning themselves in expectation. What's the expectation? They, they're, they're expecting something in return. I don't know what it is. 
only do they what's up do they do they know what it is maybe maybe they do maybe they don't and and here we go (laughs) so many people cause themselves unwanted frustrations unwanted sadnesses unwanted moments of anger unnecessary moments of frustration sadness anger by placing expectations onto other people and keeping it to themselves how am i supposed to know what i need to do for you unless you tell me unless you ask me how am i supposed to know that oh you wanted me to pick up those things and now you're mad at me because I didn't and you never told me to or how am I supposed to know that you desire some level of communication that you never told me about sounds like my uh my first few girlfriends (laughs) (laughs) And my, and my mother. <laughs> a lot of people in our lives place unnecessary expectations. And they, it, no blame. It's not, they don't even know that they're doing it. Maybe they're I've done even- it too. Dude, we've done it too. I've, I've assumed, it's an assumption thing. You assume that people know what, what you want to feel. How, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> What's going on in that little head of yours when I can barely keep up with what's going on in mine, <laughs> you know? You know, how many, uh, how many of us, how many times have we <clears throat> caused ourselves our own problems wondering what somebody else was thinking when they were just thinking about what they have to do or they were thinking about their own problems? They weren't caring about ours. They're like, Oh man, how am I going to get this done before this time? And we're, we're sitting here thinking, Hey, did they notice me? (laughs) Like there's a, I read a quote somewhere recently. I forget which book Um, it said, uh, you know, you can assume ignorance, not malicious intent. Like most people are just totally ignorant and they're, they're thinking about their own shit. Yeah. You can assume that it's not malicious, that their actions, although it might have been hurtful to you at the time, because that's how you interpreted the situation. It was you. It's usually not intentional, even if their words say otherwise. And I've, you know, I could go through my phone, read some text messages to you that are malicious in on the surface level without that mindset. You may read it and get flustered, get angry and react emotionally, or, hey, take out the bad words and read what the fuck they're trying to say. Perhaps they're trying to get some information. Perhaps they need more um, information. Maybe they need help. Uh, I, I had a revelation recently in a, in a text exchange with my mom. Don't give a 61-year-old a, t- a cell phone t- and have her text. She goes, <laughs> she, she writes books. You know, and I read the books. 
<laughs> and now my response, my responses used to be either ignore or respond with a book. And now it's a question. Now it's a question. So I look between, I read between the words, you know, I look at the words she's using and, and ignore most of them. And I try to understand what does she really want out of this? How does she want to feel? Most people want to feel better about the situation they're in. Most people want to feel um, happy. Do people actually like to argue? Some do. Lawyers do, for sure. That's, that's what they get paid for. They fucking enjoy it. Um, people who debate, they want to they argue. They like to, be, they like to feel right. Some people like to feel fulfilled and, and they like to feel meaningful though. Parents, when they're texting with their kids, they want to feel meaningful. They want to feel heard. And on the, on the other side, the kids, they want to feel understood. There's no, there's no malicious intent there. It's just ignorance. So this, this is a, 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 it's revelation. It's a revelation because if you can look at somebody who's pissed off, they just want to feel better. <laughs> and if you're the person who can help them feel better, oh man, you, you're going to change everything for you and for them. And they're going to love you for it. They're going to, they're going to appreciate it. That's the, that's the mindset shift that, that we've, we've really learned. And I see it in you too, man. I, I see that, that you're looking and you're reading between the words as well. Once we, once we got past the physical aspect, we realized like, it's not about us anymore. There's more that can be done. Everyone has a little bit of that in them. They don't all have to be coaches like we are podcasters and talk about this stuff all day. And every, but everyone can do a kind thing for somebody simply to make them feel good. What, will that, what would that change for a person? It has the potential to change their entire life. That's a scary thing, man. Change is a scary thing. What's, how can we say this in a way that's, that's less, less scary? Change your life. C cool. What? Wait, what? <laughs> my, my, you're going to change everything? How? Elevate. Slowly. Elevate, man. That's, that's the word that's coming to mind. Slowly. Yeah, slowly. You're going to change slowly. And you start, once you start recognizing that, I mean, hey, it's fun to look back at Facebook memories from 12 years ago. And, and I see things like, work sucked today. I can't wait to go to bed, you know, or man, I'm pissed off, you know, and now I laugh at that. It's like, wow, you know, even when I do feel like work sucked today or I'm pissed off or like, I just, I look for what went right in that day. And so the change, the change happens slowly. You know, you, you get a, you get a smile and a thank you sometime when you uh, hold the door open for somebody and you get that little, that little hit that feels good. And you're like, 
I should probably do that again. You know, or you pick up, you pick up the piece of garbage that you see on the street and nobody even notices, but you know, you know, you did something right. And that feels good. And you're like, yeah, I should probably do that again. And then it, it just trickles over, you know, maybe I should pay more attention to what I'm doing at work and give it a little bit more in-depth detail. And then all of a sudden you're getting a raise. Oh man, that felt good. It's, <laughs> it's the Abraham Lincoln quote, right? If I had five hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend the first four hours sharpening the ax. Every, every small step of doing the right thing is sharpening the ax. You don't even, you don't even, you won't even know how much change has happened until you reflect. You'll be like, wait a minute. I said that I acted that way. Wow. Often I look back. Oh man, I went, I went on my walk the other day, 45 minute walk. Uh, no headphones in. Usually I listen to a book when I, when I take a walk and uh, this one, this time just unplugged, dove into my thoughts. Um, this time with some intention, I knew what I wanted to think about and I knew what I, I wanted to, um, not what I wanted to get out of it. I, I try to go into these things, meditations, walks without any expectation. Uh, but I, I knew I, I had a direction in, of, uh, of thought, like who I wanted to think about, certain events, parts of my life. I've been having some trouble digging into memories lately, um, specific memories. And we've been doing all that story work and I'll, you know, I'll sit with my notebook or at my computer and start typing and just get stuck. I, I'll, I'll get stuck, take out the just. And, and I went on this walk and started thinking about uh, my, my, my past, who I used to be, the things that I've done with certain people. So naturally you gravitate toward, you know, specific time lines in your, your history, like, you know, girlfriends usually, cause that's like a, you know, a set time frame, and you can remember that shit. So I thought about like a high school girlfriend, um, who she was, you know, she was a great girl <laughs> and I was a dick to her. And I, this is the first time I, I have ever thought that, that I was the bad guy in that situation. And yeah, she, she did some stuff that was mean and cruel. It was my fault. I, man, the, the blame, I had so many expectations on her. I had just placed all of my, my, on, at my expectations on this person uh, because I, I was a victim. I was playing the victim in my own story. There was no hero in that fucking tr trilogy. It was a, <laughs> it was it was a Shakespearean fucking drama, tragedy, right? Nobody won. Everybody died, and it was sad. 
and and I realized like I gotta call this girl <laughs> and just apologize to her. <laughs> and it's been, dude, it's been 13 years since I've spoken to her. I wouldn't even know where to start. Where do I get her phone number? Because I got to do it. I need to. Uh, <clears throat> I remember specifically one event where I, this girl was not answering her phone and I just wanted to see her because I don't know, I thought that's what I needed to do. So I walked in the direction of her house and like, and it was like a 20 block walk, like a mile walk. It was what this what we did when we were 16 in Brooklyn. We just walked everywhere tried calling and I was like, why aren't you answering? You know, voicemail after voicemail. You're supposed to answer me. <laughs> you were annoying. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm, I'm like, looking back at it, I'm like, dude, I did that. And, and now I'm like, man, if I did that to my wife now, she'd just say, fuck you. <laughs> Leave me alone. And I'm a different person now. And you look back on these things and, and, and you, who was that guy, right? That's the growth that's happened. And it started with physical transformation for me. It started with getting comfortable in my own skin and then it elevated. You know, and that's, that, what, we're, that's <laughs> what we're looking for is, as kids, teenagers is that comfort in our own skin, our individuality, you know? And, 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 and we don't know it at that time. What's cool though, is some kids at some point are going to get their hands on, you know, information like this. Uh, and they're going to be able to hear us talk about, you know, you're 30, I'm 38 and, oh, it's normal to feel this way. It's normal to feel like why isn't that person talking to me? Why, why, you know, cause I, dude, I experienced those same things as a teenager. Like, why won't they answer their phone? Why won't they call me back? Why don't they want to spend more time with me? And it's because we weren't getting it from our parents. That's why. So we, we, wanted, <laughs> we wanted it from somewhere else. Like, uh, and that's not our parents' fault because they were growing up too, like <laughs> they were, they were as immature as we are now at, at 38, <laughs> 30. <laughs> they, they, they were learning just like we are. Um, and yeah, my mom had, had me when I was, when I was, uh, when she was 29, <laughs> 29. Yeah. And, and I'm 30, my wife's 30 and I'm like, dude, we're babies. Yeah. We, we have no right. My mom had me when she was 17. That's wonderful. She turned 18, 15 days after I was born. And she did I a good job, Ron. She did a great job. She, 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 she did a great job with some help and I think about all the resentment I carried around through my, through my teens and twenties. And then now looking back at it, it was so unfair. The resent part, the resentment part. Oh my God. The resentment was so unfair. 
the expectations that I was placing on her when she was just a kid. Like, like she missed, she missed out on so much of her life. You know, it's like, oh man, it's tragic to think about. For sure. She missed out on a different life. She missed out on a different life, you know? Let's say that because, and, and dude, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a religious guy. Everything though is a blessing. If you want it to be. I would use that word loosely though, blessing. It's, it's a term, it's lost its meaning because of religion, in my opinion. But what the point I'm trying to say is shit happens anyway. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to bitch and complain or you're going to just do something, right? Do what you can with what you have, where you are. That's the, the quote that I love. I think it's from Theodore Roosevelt. I'm likely making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll fact check that and put it in the show notes later. Um, he said a lot of cool stuff. Um, that's the thing, man. Like our parents, our family is our, our friends, even us, we were doing what we thought was necessary at the time with what was in front of us with our resources. Same thing happens when, when you do a workout, Hey, what do you got? You got a ball and a, and a rock. I'll give you a good workout. True you do it. You do what you can, man. CrossFit, a billion dollar industry started in, in a square, four square foot office, like a 300 square foot room. Do what you can with what you have, where you are. Apple computers started in a garage. And most people are, are losing that, um, that thought, that thought process of like, hey, I don't need to have everything. I can just start right now. I made a post yesterday. I wrote a, a blog actually. Um, said, start where you are, not where you're going. If everybody waited to, to, till they got somewhere to start something, we'd have, we'd be thousands of years behind technologically. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't be able to have this conversation. I wouldn't even know you. Real talk. So <laughs> if, if once you kind of sort of, and this is what Mark, Mark says, right? Once you <laughs> kind of sort of think, you know what you're doing, just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Fail first, fail first, fail hard and, and just get after it. What's the worst that could happen? So you learn something. So we, we started this conversation off talking about what's the next step, you know? Well, it depends on where you want to go. It depends on what you've done so far. And most likely it's going to take a mindset shift, no matter what it is that you're getting into, whether it's physical activity, learning a new language, picking up an instrument, you're going to have to start to, start to change the way that you think about what it is that you want to do and recognize that 
time is going to pass regardless. So just be a beginner. And let go of the expectations that you're placing on yourself. And others. Hmm. And others. That's the victim mentality. What's a self-assessment? <laughs> I was thinking about this. Because, hey, we're, the more we learn about this, Ron, uh, the more I realize it's I have it, the victim mindset. We all have a little bit of it. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. It's there. It comes and goes. It comes and goes, yeah. You know, Situation. we all react. We all react in some way. We all blame something. Uh, not, not always. It's not always someone. It's something sometimes. Why does this always happen to me, right? Oh, it's, so, it's, how, so what's the self-assessment? How can we um, catch it, address it before it takes over? Because when it takes over, man, that's that's when you're, that's when the sadness and anger and all that stuff comes in and you breathe in your chest and, you're, and things just get tough. Tough times happen. How can we self-assess um, where we are so we can know what we should do? or know what the next step is. Cause you need to be able to know where you are. How do you know where, you, where you're at? With the, the physical aspect, with the mindset, the emotional, spiritual, align all the chakras kind of thing and figure out what's where you are. How can you self-assess? Well, I mean, look at what we're learning. We're, we're learning how to do story work. Get out a pen and paper, write down the story that you're telling yourself and then read it out loud to yourself. And then ask yourself how it feels after you read it, after you hear it. If you don't feel good about it, start to reframe that story. If you don't, and if you don't know where to start, reach out to us. Oh, for sure. Cause we got all, we got the right questions. We got a lot of questions we could ask. You know, and this is, this is funny because I know that you and I have been working on, you know, where do we take this podcast as, um, as a business? Because, you know, we're, you know, you and I, we're, we're businessmen and, you know, we, we, we not only want to help as many people as we can, but we also want to be able to put food on our tables and, and, and I want to put food on a lot of people's tables, Ron. Yeah. I want to put, yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, we want to teach, we want to teach people how to put food on their own tables. We want to put food on the tables for people and and this is it, you know, this is where we're at. We are here getting ourselves unstuck and learning how to get others unstuck. How to set ourselves free and how to set other people free. Translation. And this weekend, we're gonna <laughs> do just that. <laughs> 
How many people we have, by the way, come into the day of discomfort as we titled it, which I'm dude, so excited for. Shirts are coming today. I don't have an exact total. I'm going to say somewhere, somewhere around 10 for part one and then six to seven for part two. Mm, so you know? it'd be split. Yeah. A couple, a couple people have some obligations that they are needed to be at. What, and I, I've been meaning to ask you this, what's your, I won't say expectation. <laughs> how do you, how do you want to, what do you want people to take away from this? What do you want to take away from this? This weekend, the day of discomfort. How do I want to feel when we're done? Sure. <laughs> Jen just whispered uncomfortable behind me. Um, Jen, no, say it louder. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to feel uncomfortable during it. I've done, I've done the hike that we're going on before and it's, it's challenging. You know, we're, we're going to be taking a challenging walk through the woods. So that, that's going to be really cool. Uh, I want to feel some relief. I want to feel some accomplishment. I want to feel some confidence. I want to, I want to know that we helped ourselves, that we are, I want to feel empowered and I want to empower people to feel empowered. That word is that word's just been hanging out with me a lot lately. How do you want to feel? I'm a I'm a data driven person. I like to see that things are working. I like to see the change, you know. So when this is all done this weekend, when it's, when it's concluded, we will finish it with a bang. It's going to go out strong. Mm. Uh, I want to feel accomplished. Um, certain. I want to feel certain that we're on the right path. And, and we got a great plan. We got a great uh, stack of activities lined up. The workout's going to kick ass. It's going to mm -hmm. be fun. It's going to be different. Um, I know a lot of people that are going to be at that weekend will listen to this. I'm going to post this today so they'll have a chance to, to hear this. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's going to be something that's, that's uncomfortably, just uncomfortable in a way that's, it's just going to be different. The physical aspect is this is a very small part of it, and we know that. The uh, the amount of thinking that people will get to do is going to be phenomenal. Internal work, I want to call it. Reflection. And I, when when it's all done, I'm going to feel like we did a good thing.
we did a good thing for people. That's it. That's what I got. I love it. And, and hey, man, we're going to do it again. <laughs> we're going to do it again. And it's going to be better, bigger, stronger. Maybe not bigger, stronger. Yeah, I've got some ideas for that. Sure. I'm excited to see you tomorrow in person, man. It's been since December. Sure has. Are we going to get to uh, do some jujitsu? No, that's not no. going to happen. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll make up for it soon. Yeah, we will. Good stuff, Ron. Thanks, Matt. Have a great day. You too. If you loved this podcast, then share it. Tell all your friends. Hit the copy button, copy the link. Choose five friends in your contact list on your phone and send it out. Let them know what they can expect from it too, because we are on a mission here to change the world and we want to help as many people as possible. So if you know anyone who can benefit from hearing what we have to say or what our guests have to say, then send it over. It's not going to do them any good if they don't hear it. Another way you can support us and support the podcast is really simply go on to Apple or go on to Spotify and rate the thing. Give us a five-star review. Write us a little note. Let us know how we're doing. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Whatever it takes, let us know so we know that we're on the right track. And we know that we're providing content that is actually relevant to what you are needing and what you are looking for. And if it's not, hey, maybe we can help. So do your job. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it.